Hi there, George Revelo here. Uh, so this August's podcast is going to be a little bit different. So uh, I decided to try to switch things up a little bit, and instead of uh, both of us talking about grief or any, or we're st- it might still come to that, we're just going to do a one-on-one interview uh, about how Joseph's uh, trip to Peru went. Joseph. Hi, my name is Joseph. And you've heard mine, Georgia Revelo. And welcome to Silver Lines Podcast, episode eight, eight. we think. Yes. Which August I guess 8? is about me? Your trip to Peru. Sure. Shucks. Why not? So. Where do you want to start? Just well, a little summary. Well, for those first time listeners, you want to tell them what listeners. the podcast is about? You kind of did, but. This podcast is about grief and how we deal with that and how we process all those emotions that are underlining yeah was that it did i nail it if you mentioned our parents died who's our parents <laughs> who <laughs> just kidding <laughs> well we're laughing about it now kind of I, I can always laugh about death yeah i still get yeah i, I did laugh about it it's the it's how i cope life but yeah you recently and for the month of august you went to peru yeah so yes i did so i went to go visit um, my family, my extended family in Lima, Peru for most of the month, about three and a half weeks of August, um, 2019. And yeah, it was a life changing trip for three weeks. Um, visit my family, yeah. hike around with friends, explore the area. Your friends, go back who'd, to you, my go? who'd you go with? Um, so yeah, so basically, um, I went with, uh, my friend Jordan and my friend Melmel, uh, who we were, fo- we've been coworkers or, or fo- former coworkers in the camera department in the film industry. Um, and yeah, we, uh, my friend Melmel is a big shout out to both of them, amazing people. Um, my big, they are. my I've, friend Melmel is the, I've met them both. Yeah. Fantastic. Big traveler. Um, the kind of friend who kind of, always motivates you to go on the next crazy adventure and stretches your limits of what it means to live a full life. And that's what I love about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Memo is gender fluid. So their pronoun is them. That's um, so hmm. if no one's ever heard of that. I'll be referring to my friend Memo as them, but it's a singular them. Uh, and then I also went with my friend Jordan. Um, Avid listener. Avid listener. He was actually a guest on episode three, I think. Yeah, somewhere around there, um, three, four. But he he's great. Um, and we still work together once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so went with Jordan Melmo, and the experience was, pretty, like I said, life changing. The first kind of, I'll kind of summarize it, then let you ask me some questions. But the first weekend we uh, we got there. Melmo got there a couple days early. Then me and Jordan flew in. Um, and the first couple of days we spent with my family, we explored Lima, the touristy kind of part of town called Miraflores, mm-hmm. um, which is where my mom grew up. Um, and and th- then we went to go meet my dad's side of family because my mom doesn't have much family, only uh, a sister. Mm-hmm. Did you end up meeting her or no? No, we're kind of, a st- it's a con- we're not that close. Okay. Uh, we'll keep it simple as that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah can... no need no further questions um, your honor 
Well, yeah, our family, my mom's not too close with her. She's kind of off the grid sometimes. It's a little interesting. But um, my dad's side of the family, um, when my, he still has six sisters left. Um, and the Are bunch they of, all older? Or? Yeah, they're all like his age and they're like 50s or 60s. Okay. Um, and... And they uh and my grandma Florencia who's ninety two or ninety three oh oh man she's still eight years she's the last to a century grandparent yeah um and so and met uh I last went to Peru in two thousand one or two thousand two actually after nine eleven almost twenty years yeah almost twenty years um and my parents sent me and my brother just to go meet our cousins and uncles and aunts because we'd never met them before mm-hmm. we never really visited Peru for many reasons political reasons asylum etc um or the political thing of status of peru and the states but um yeah we never my parents never ever visited peru really and so they sent me and my brother to go meet our family back then and so it's been since 2002 that i haven't been to peru so after re-meeting um after not seeing my whole extended family, because it's it's here in the states, it's only been my brother, my sister, my mom, and my dad, and it's only been us the last my whole life, um, and we have like um, like a second cousin removed, who we call an uncle, our uncle Job, in San Diego, um, but that's about it, um, and it's just us. And so, oh, wow, I. I, I, Did you know that? You no, know, I knew. I kind of knew this about you because I've always wondered where the like the rest of your family was. Cause, yeah, because we never had big family parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like I haven't yeah. like all my cousins and uncles and aunts are relatively close by, so hmm. they visit every now and then. Yeah. We have one currently living with us. Yeah, and so yeah, it's interesting to see how your family life oh. differs from mine a bit. Dude, it's such a crazy thing. It's something. I remember reading a statistic talking about depression with first-generation immigrants who came here from another country and left their family and friends and their support system mm-hmm. and got implanted to a whole new life and how they never really found that again. And that kind of made me think of my mom and dad. And we've had, you know, we've been involved in communities. Like, we're very kind of faith-centered people. So mm-hmm. we had some close friends at church at the churches we went through throughout the decades but you know friendships come and go and and churches come and go so they kind of yeah um, my parents were kind of isolated at, at, that's at the later point in lives their lives because we never had our direct family close yeah. to us and and to go back to Peru and see my uncles and aunts and it made me so sad that was like there was actually a moment mm-hmm. in in Peru wow Oh, which they, reminded me of this. Were they aware that your dad has passed away? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where we started talking more about a year and a half ago when he passed away, and I was like, I want to make them more of a part of my life and not have them mm-hmm. just be far away. Good on you. Um, because it's always to get distracted with the world around you, but family's family, you know. Family's mm-hmm. important. Um, but the yeah, there was a moment in Peru where we um went to a big city. I think it was Cusco. Um, and there was a parade, and it was like a reunion um, of a. There was a reunion of a, like a big, twentieth year reunion for a of a university. And there was, and the thing with Peru is like, 
I'm full Peruvian, so a lot of people there look like me. They have like the, my nose, the <laughs> oh, so nariz, the like, Atahualpa. Yeah, you had that sense of community that you don't really get to see too too often here. Well, so a lot of everyone looks like me. Yeah, and so I was like, "Whoa, this is weird." Like, everyone looks like my dad. So many people reminding me of my dad. Oh yeah. So that was crazy. But there was this specific moment in this parade of this 20-year college anniversary. And there's a bunch of older pe- men in their 40s and 50s and, and women. But there was a section of guys who looked just like my dad, older men. Mm. And they're all like, it was a big college reunion. And they're all getting together like, oh, I haven't seen you forever. And like, oh, it's so good to see you. And them like laughing and reuniting with their friends of years and having that kind of come back to that community. And it made me so sad to think in that moment. I was like, this could have been my dad. This could be him right now in front of me if he didn't leave everything he had mm-hmm. with my mom. If they both didn't leave everything, their family, their friends, their life, their degrees in Peru um, to seek a better life for us in the, in the U.S. Because, um, because Peru was not doing well economically and there's mm-hmm. terrorism at the time, which is why they left uh, for asylum. Um, and so... It made me so sad. I was like, uh, at first it made me sad. And I was like, wow, they gave this up for me. This could have been them. Mm-hmm. But then it made me um, appreciate, appreciate it, it. Then that sadness became gratefulness. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, my dad and mom gave this up. They gave up their life, friends and family and life and community. And they maybe never found the same thing here in the States. Because it's hard to, as a first generation immigrant... Um, but they give it up to give us a better life. And so I'm going to honor that by making them proud and living a life that's worth that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So that was a very emotional moment that kind of yeah. came out of stumbling onto a parade in the middle of a town circle. <laughs> and yeah. Circle it's crazy where, those, where you get those feelings where they draw from. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's something that'll stay with me the rest of my life, that specific moment. And so it's kind of crazy how that happened right there. But, um, yeah, that's yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, what did you tell uh, Jordan and Melmel while you were there about about that moment? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, t- I talked Jordan right away about it. I was like, dude, this just happened. Like, and then we got in this beautiful conversation. And I talked to Melmel about it too. Mm-hmm. We all got into the deep conversation. <laughs> like, whoa! Yeah. And so it was a beautiful moment. Um, but going back to the first week, yeah, basically Jordan and Melmel also met my family, which I hadn't seen in twenty years. So they mm-hmm. caught these beautiful photos and videos of me kneeling down to hug my grandma after not seeing her for 20 years and, and her not seeing her son for 30 and and me kind of being the representative would be like hey you know, like your son isn't here but i'm here to represent him mm-hmm. it was just a very emotional moment and i was like oh my god and it felt like i was coming back to like my homeland mm-hmm. um yeah and so that first weekend we kind of I kind of reunited with my family, introduced them to Jordan and Melmo. They did great. <laughs> Melmo became fluent in Spanish overnight. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Jordan got along with my cousins, and <laughs> I have so many cousins and uncles and aunts. And it was beautiful just to kind of learn to get them to know them more in mm-hmm. person. Because it's with extended family, it's so easy to get detached mm-hmm. just because they're in a different world, different country. And so I don't want to do that. After this trip, I realized I was like, I want to come back every year. Um, and then after that, we ended up going on a two weeks of us traveling together, exploring the rest of Peru. Where did um, you guys uh, travel to? So we hit, um, 
We started in Lima, which is like the, the t- capital, and then we traveled south down by car to uh, to Pisco, which is like a beach town, to Paracas, um, went to Ballestas Island, also a beach town, mm-hmm. and an island nearby. Um, and then we went to inland from there to a town called Ica, where there's the, uh, um, wow, I'm forgetting the names already, it's only been like a couple <laughs> weeks. Um the sand dunes of Wakachina. There's the Wakachina Oasis where we did sandboarding and like dune buggy. Oh yeah, I saw those pictures. I was so Dude, jealous. It's beautiful. Oh, just seeing the sunset. Um, so we did like ocean, we did desert, and then we came back and we we flew to Arequipa, which is a lot more inland and higher elevation. Mm-hmm. Um, and there we explored uh, the culture, food culture there. Did a couple of museum tours. Uh, that town is very. Sp- a Spaniard inspired by the Spain Spaniards okay. because mm-hmm. uh, they kind of built Con- that town around them. Colonized, Con- yeah, Con- it was colonized. Exactly, was colonized by a lot of Spain Spanish invaders. Um, and then after that, we went to Cusco, um, Emperor Cusco, where we <laughs> where we ended up uh, staying there a couple like two days, and then we did our five day trek to Machu Picchu through Machu the Salcantay Trail. And that was insane. Doing yeah. we did forty five miles of hiking in five days. Jesus. And we got up to fifteen thousand feet um, elevation. How'd you the, handle the? Did you get sick at all from the elevation? Oh, dude, it was crazy. I love hiking, um, but that was that was a lot. God, it was, that was so worth it though. And we were kind of training, but not really, not enough. Um, and. Yeah, so the first day we'd cover maybe like um, like nine miles, and the second day we cover like fourteen, and then we climb. Second day we first night was the coldest. We stayed like in the middle of this cold valley. So is it like all like a slope, or yeah. is it a small slope, or it's not like switch back after switch back? No, there's a little bit of everything, kind of slopes okay. and switchbacks. And the first night we got up to like. 11,000 feet elevation and and we next morning we all woke up with like altitude like headaches headaches and because altitude was so high we weren't acclimated we didn't spend enough time in Cusco which is a, a high elevation as well to get acclimated oh we also saw Colca Canyon in Arequipa that's where we went to Colca Canyon what's beautiful kind of giant, giant canyon, canyon bigger than the uh, than the uh, Grand Canyon oh damn I think I'm pretty sure it's like the biggest in the world I'll take your word for it um, fact check me but yeah, going back to Cusco. Um, yeah, and then the second day we reached the highest point, fifteen thousand feet. Uh, second day of the trek, fifteen thousand feet, and we didn't even know we got that high, um, because it was all meters. Mm-hmm. And then after we we're like, oh my god, that was fifteen thousand feet. That's why I was gonna pass out. Yeah, because meters are like I don't know what the it's like how to yeah how to divide, divide that divide or, by th- around should, three. You should probably learn. But yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and that was literally we were all just at that point we we're maybe a week and a half in of traveling with me and jordan and melbao and we were all kind of just in the zone i was mm-hmm. so focused on just staying alive i was like i'm just gonna hike and breathe and have to practice deep mm-hmm. breathing to not pass out oh my god with that much exertion yeah and so for like nine hours straight we hiked up to the top of the mountain of or the mountain pass of fifteen thousand feet of salcantay trail because the actual mountain peak goes up to like i think twenty thousand feet and Jeez. no one 
you can't climb that <laughs> let's have an oxygen tank or your professional alpinist huh. um but yeah and then the rest of it was kind of going through the jungle we went through some coffee farms Did you have and machetes then, where you're like cutting no it wasn't that bad no, it was a trail okay and then reaching machu picchu on the fourth end of the fourth day and then enjoying machu picchu mm-hmm taking a train back so how was that you're cresting day. over the hill you see Machu Picchu no what, was it anything like oh, an awe moment not or? really for me the awe moment was more getting to the top of the mountain mm-hmm. and being like I think it's getting to the top of Machu Picchu but the reveal wasn't like crazy um, where the clouds just part right perfectly and yeah it wasn't like the sun like that. hits for, <laughs> for me crazy hikes always always hit after um it's during i hate it and i'm miserable oh during is always the worst it's and i'm like why am i doing this or i'm just so focused i'm like step step breathe step mm-hmm. step breathe step step breathe like pull step step or like trekking pull step step trekking pull step step that sort of thing and then it isn't until after that i reflect and it's always the reflecting stage that kind of there hits me more i'm like whoa i just did that i yeah. have mentally survive that physically survive that emotionally um so yeah and the same thing for Machu Picchu and I guess more the emotional thing well it hit me at the top of the mountain I have a thing I love climbing mountains mm-hmm. so it hit me at the top of Salakantai Trail Salakantai Pass and then Machu Picchu and I was just like this is like my same sort of thought I said earlier this is my homeland um my parents came here I, and this is my like my people learning about the Inca history once we got to the Machu Picchu site it was just beautiful and I, was, I felt so connected to my roots um, it was such a spiritual beautiful experience um, that whole hike um, and it just added on even more as when I went to go see my family after mm-hmm. and, and me and Jordan and Mel will split ways after the hike and we all went to go do our own thing which we had planned <laughs> okay I was like uh, no the hike just broke that. No, no, we got along great. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, we had our moments, but no, it was, it was an amazing trip. I yeah. couldn't have asked for better travel partners. Mm-hmm. I love them, both of them. They're so great. Um, we had so much good food. Oh, I can imagine. How was the food? It was all authentic Peruvian food, or yeah, I mean that's all there yeah. is. <laughs> Nothing yeah. but Peruvian food. Is yeah, well, there's some there's some pretty I'm, bad I'm, pizza I'm, in Cusco. <laughs> they don't have mozzarella cheese. They have Andean cheese. <laughs> I, I saw that you went yeah. to yeah questions sorry to a uh, Go ahead. no this is all good stuff you went to a uh, to a restaurant that was featured on on a show or something oh uh, so yeah what was it so that was we went to um so me and Jordan our first week in Lima um, we went to a restaurant called Central and that is the number five restaurant in the world. Um, yeah, so we got reservations like maybe two weeks ahead of time. We got lucky because everything else was super booked. And so the one day it was available, we kind of made our schedule fit around it. So we stayed in mm-hmm. Lima that night. Um, so it worked out perfectly. And the food? And the food, dude. Oh, the food was such an incredible experience. It was like taking each bite. Was, there was It was a 16-course meal. But the courses were very like small, small portions, very right? like intricately plated, and it was very much kind of like land to table experience. Mm-hmm. They um, they handcrafted, hand cultivated each ingredient, sort of thing. Um, 
and the service was impeccable and, and you could just tell it was such an experience and i was in such a food high me when it was just me and jordan who went um and when we took a bite of each food i was like literally floating on a cloud i had so much endorphins running through my brain just from eating at a restaurant so that alone was like insane i was like dude this is insane and the yeah the service was phenomenal the, it was just such an experience um mm-hmm. and it was a hell of a deal because in peru is pretty cheap it was like 200 us for uh for that um damn that is cheap and for the number five restaurant <laughs> in the world i was like dude absolutely hell dude, yeah you brother make it a goal go to the other four. Oh, i know right wherever they um, are so yeah and then yeah so that was delicious what else you got on your dude, list of questions i got no i'm just going off what you're saying uh dude but right now i'm like I'm jealous because you visited two places uh on your bucket list two places on my bucket list Ooh, what is it machu picchu and the uh, great wall of china oh yeah you visited both great. of them yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, there you go. You can live vicariously through my Instagram. Follow I, me. I can't. <laughs> at Joseph Arthur Story. Yeah, just kidding. No, yeah, it's part of the. It's part of because my goal is to travel around and go to the seven new wonders of the world. Yeah, because it sounds like buddy. fun. Yeah, yeah, come on. So yeah, slowly, eventually, I'll start doing that. Well, for right now, I which just gotta, one's first? We'll find out. So I'll. I'll, I'll go to Japan uh, next I year. I'm going to Jan- Japan, but there's no. Uh, Wonder of the world? Yeah, there's no wonder of the world. There's a there's some Buddhist statues that are pretty big, but that's about it. S- Mount Fuji, baby. Mm. That's we'll see, we'll see when we get there. Um, yeah. So, so how how was it when you got back and you told your mom all these stories? Because your mom was constantly <laughs> telling me how you were like, oh, you seem so happy over there. Oh. Like, oh, you should have gone with them. And then, yeah, she, your mom was just kind of gushing <laughs> over you going to uh, Peru, and it was so adorable. It was cool. It was, um, yeah, recapping with her and with some friends, and and I still need to upload the photos. Ugh, the photo parts always stress me out, so I need to upload them. But um, it was beautiful, just kind of reconnecting. And I even went, oh, the last week there, I... So after all that traveling, basically, first weekend was explore Lima, then explore the rest of southern Peru. Um, and then do the Machu Picchu trek uh, mm-hmm. through the Sacante Trail and then go back to Lima and then spend time with my family and that last weekend where I spent time with my family I really got to kind of get to know more of my cousins and uncles and aunts and they threw me a little party and it was just so emotional and special um, and I just feel so grateful for them and 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 I also got to to meet um, or reconnect, which I met back in 2002, uh, with my mo- some of my mom's friends. Um, I met my I reconnected with my mom's best friend from like college. Mm-hmm. She we had dinner at her so house. She had all with the crazy stories that your mom. Oh told. yeah, <laughs> as much as my mom got down with the discos. <laughs> but that was beautiful, just reconnecting with my mom, hearing those stories, and then I a very another special moment was reconnecting with one of like the childhood friends of my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he had this trio. This is my dad, his best friend George, ironically, hey. <laughs> or funny enough, is my dad's best friend George and um, their third friend um, Javier, um, and and um, George lives with his family in Las Vegas, and we he came to my dad's funeral. And he's mm-hmm. been super close, and he was the reason he motivated my dad to come out here. 
okay. to the U.S. Yeah, because George came first, mm-hmm. and then Javier ended up staying in Peru, um, and then they lost contact for decades. They didn't talk for like twenty years, and then they ended up reconnecting maybe a couple, maybe like two years before my dad passed away, and they kind of talked over Facebook as much as people know how to talk on Facebook at that right. age, and then, um, and then he, my dad passed away, and. He Javier messaged me and he kind of got to know me. And then when George uh, from Las Vegas came to my dad's funeral, he put me on the phone with him and I met Javier. And then when I ended up doing the last minute trip to Peru in August, um, um, Javier ended up like messaging me on Facebook. He's like, hey, I heard you're in Peru. I would love to meet the son of my best friend. And I was like, that's so sweet. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely like when are you free and so we ended up meeting one the last weekend that was in lima in peru um and we met up um at a caf a mcdonald's cafe at mcdonald's and hey <laughs> had one of the best conversations and important beautiful conversations of my life um every over, important thing happens in mcdonald's over a mcdonald's breakfast sandwich and a coffee and learned so much about my dad um, and his child, kind of childhood and, and teenage years, and him growing up, the three of them, and and then we ended up going around the walk a walk on, around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and saw what church they grew up in, where they met, where he met my mom, where they all used to hang out. We wanted to go visit my mom's old apartment, so we did this kind of walking tour of like a history of my mom and dad, and it was just so beautiful. And I was like, oh, it was just such an important special moment and, mm-hmm. and i'm thankful um that i got to do that um so that was special and also on that note like um another thing that kind of came out from peru that i took away from my peru trip was um yeah just kind of the, the the poverty in peru is you know it's still a developing country so mm-hmm. a lot of my dad's family is still you know they're they're like lower class lower middle class ish around there it's a blurry line um but seeing the need there you know there's a lot of half-built houses all around peru um there's not much infrastructure as much as there is in the u.s there's still there's a lot lately it's gotten way better um but basically like to put it lightly my dad grew up poor Mm -hmm. dirt poor to the point where he was even embarrassed to bring his two best friends over they never went to his house because he lived a little far and mm-hmm. and he was ashamed of being poor and javier was telling me your dad never we never met your dad's family never wanted there's a shame to take us back to his house mm-hmm. and we always wanted to meet his family and i think they did eventually at the wedding but my dad was grew up very poor and and even now our family over there isn't the most well off but they're so happy Mm-hmm. And, and and so so humbling so so humbling to see my roots of where my dad came from and to see where economically he kind of worked we're not rich by any means but you know we made a living mm-hmm. we built a business here in the states and in, in california and i was just so proud i was like wow he is the epitome of like mm-hmm. rags to riches american he's the american dream and that made me so freaking proud and then it made me want to it was humbling and i was like how can i continue his legacy mm-hmm. how can i help revive peru's economy how can i help my family in peru support them financially help 
us grow our legacy as of, of a family and secure our financial future. So the whole trip, um, yeah, that kind of was a big thing on my mind as well. It just motivated me to be like, help solve the injustices of the world of like poverty, mm-hmm. the, uh, the growing gap between in- income inequality and I was like how can we fix this because it's hit so close to home now seeing mm-hmm. my own extended family live in that reality um so it was powerful such a powerful trip in so many ways spiritually family wise like yeah it was beautiful beautiful trip I'm really glad you took it thanks man yeah I, you come back with different motivations you mm-hmm. get a nice break from your everyday life yeah yeah and coming back was hard because i was like i miss that and i, I don't mm-hmm. want to forget um my family there and it's so easy to get caught up in now um but and that's where i'm still trying to get in the new like and i came back from peru and had to immediately jump into like finding an apartment because my lease is up with my roommate um, and like getting into a bunch of business stuff with my mom, finalizing some stuff, um, getting back into a relationship. I, I came back from, I climbed the mountain, climbed, got, I climbed the mountain and, and got realized, I was like, Oh, this girl I've been seeing now off and on ish. Like, I really like her. I'm going to ask her out officially. And so we're and official again. Now you climb that and mountain. Krista. Yeah. Relationship. I reclimbed the relationship mountain, um, after a very tumultuous off and on here. Yeah, um, but travel, it's been, travel is such an interesting thing. It's so eye-opening. It's, yeah. So that's me, George. I want to hear about your travels. There's, I have no travels. What's There's your, nothing happened. Nothing has happened? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I got nothing at the moment, but we'll see what happens in the future. Well, you have this trip to Japan planned, I right? I do. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. That's about it. I can't. I can't say more about it. That's that's as far as I can get there. Well, so we were at a meeting earlier with for this thing, this movie, mm-hmm. and you said you'd never been to where your family's from, in Mexico. I, I've, I've, been. I've been. Oh, I thought you said times. you didn't. No, I've been. They never asked that. What did they say? They were just asking where uh, where my family's from, and like oh, I told them where they're from. Oh, you said you've never been to Delefe. Yeah, that's where I've never the been. capital, the capital of Mexico. Of Mexico. Yeah. Oh, but wait, where's your family from? Uh, Michoacan. Michoacan. Yeah, you guys have good like cheese. Do they have good cheese? They do have good cheese. Yeah. We bring them back in boxes every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, dude, thank you so much for opening up <sighs> about this this uh, Peru trip. And yeah, man. I'm pretty sure like your dad's looking down on you and just happy and proud of like what you've done and what you will accomplish. Thanks, man. But yeah, thank you for everyone listening. This has been my first attempt at interviewing someone. Oh, yeah. And well, I fumbled through it. You done good, Lenny. <laughs> you done good. And now or I... Will, you done good, George. We'll, we'll see if we do it again. That's a, of my cement reference. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting your outro. <laughs> All right. Thank you for to anyone listening to the Silver Lines podcast. I'm George Arevalo. And this is Joseph Soria. Thanks for listening. And we are signing off. Bye-bye. But up, 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 the bum.